0: And said, "Well, I know you can watch it on HBO Max or something." (laughs) So I looked at HBO Max. It wasn't HBO Max, but it was on Paramount Plus. So I got it on Paramount Plus, and we watched it for free on Paramount Plus, and we finished it up tonight. But I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, (laughs) it's all over the place. The streaming, the streaming purses are shutting all over the place. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it?
1: Ted Willet. it is episode... 211 of the trailer junkies podcast how the hell are you doing
0: i am doing great
1: i can say great right you're doing great doing nice great. i love yes. great
0: how about you I, I i had a little day drinking today and that was that was not i did it was not in the plans but you know it happens you know
1: now i i love drinking because <laughs> you can drink <laughs> you and love- then you're done at like five yeah and then you just sober up and you eat dinner and whatever, and then you just have a good night's sleep. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to go to bed smashed, and then you have like a <laughs> shitty night's sleep. And, no, day drinking's great.
0: Yeah, you know, it depends on what you're, what you're day drinking. We were, we were, So we were, <laughs> Frank, and I, right. Frank and I, Frank and I went right. down to. Put the down. caveat, it depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> We're down to vintage wine and spirits, but maybe we should do some, some spirits or, or some stuff before I get into...
1: Well, okay, you started. Go ahead.
0: Okay, well, I I gave you a clue this week because I was at Handy Market and uh, and I was happy to get what I got. And I said, what did I say? I said it's a baby... Vulcan, right? That was that was my that was that was my clue. Oh, a baby Vulcan, and I said, "What? It's a it's Sp- it's Spock's
1: child or something?
0: Spock's child, but no. So baby, the, the it's two words. It's." And we've talked about it. We talk about it a lot. So baby, baby bottle. So it's bottle. Oh, bottle logic. And Vulcans are known for their logic. But so I was down there.
1: Ah, uh, so it's can logic.
0: It's not can logic. I went, Oh, okay. I went, I went, went old school. So I said, so. So you overpaid. <laughs> no, no. Here. Okay. So, <laughs> so here's what it is. Here's what it is. So I was there. What was it? Thursday morning or something like that. Thursday or Friday morning. Okay. Mark is the son of the owner of the handy market. And he's also the buyer. And basically he runs the place, but he was restocking all the beer shelves, all the, all the beer coolers and shelves. Um, so I was in there, you know, going to stuff and he was like, Oh, you looking for very specific. And I'm like, no, no, no. But, but I love the can logic, you know, <laughs> and I called it can logic. And I said, how can they just charge so much of their bottles and not so much of the cans? So it's all about the barrel conditioning. So actually. Oh, I follow you. Okay. The bottles are barrel. So it's barrel logic. And the cans are can condition. So they're not. They don't have any of the the aging.
1: The oak notes and all that. Yeah. I'll send you a picture of this. But it's leche. You know how to say that? Barac- uh, leche boracho? Uh, baracho.
0: baracho. Right. Okay. So this is a spiced imperial stout. Okay. It is imperial stout brewed with ancho peppers, cinnamon. Wow. Cacao nibs and lactose sugar aged in tequila and bourbon barrels. Wow. That sounds like uh, heartburn. <laughs> and I went hard this this week. Hopefully uh, I, I, I beat you, but... It is clocking in at, where is it, 14%. Oh, jeez. You destroyed <laughs> me. I'm at six and a half.
1: What do you have? What do you have? Uh, I have secret stairs, a Boston stout. I don't know what Boston stout is, but oh. there's like stairs that go to the depths of like a basement or something. Oh, You know, like getting to this, what we're watching this week. Not where we're watching, what we're doing this week. Oh, or, yeah. Or week. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't get my fingernail. Oh, there we go. Yeah, what we're doing. So, you know, we're still looking at this house. We went back for a second look today and the house has a full basement and come to find that all the houses on the block. Well, not all of them, I guess, but many of the houses on that block, they all have basements. It's so weird in California to have basements, but they have a basement in my house, like back in the old school when I lived in the Chicago area, mm-hmm. they have a basement, man. And it's full. It goes the whole way, you know, but
0: dirt floor, dirt floor, basement, you said six, dirt floor. Six feet? Yeah.
1: Six feet. No, actually, while we're in there, it's probably closer to like seven. Okay, so that's a full that's a full basement. Uh, The real estate agent we were with, um, he's probably about six one ish. Mm-hmm. And he could easily walk in there with lots of headroom. Are there
0: pipes? Are there un- are there exposed pipes under there?
1: Yeah, it's not. You're not going to put a pool. Like, let, let's say I concreted the floor. Uh-huh. You're not putting a pool table down there. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's more of like um, a cellar storage. Right, right. Uh, things like that. And yeah, there's pipes. There's, it's where the there's a new furnace, new water heater, uh, all the plumbing. Everything's down there. So it's more of like, a tall crawl space. (laughs) Very tall. Yeah, very tall crawl space, but... The cool thing about it, though, is at some point, you know, you glass block the. Because right now they just have plywood nailed up for like the windows and right, stuff. Right, right. But you glass block those so you get some light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you put vents maybe. I don't know. Maybe you concrete it, but like, I don't know what concrete it is. Like, it, it's probably at least two yards of concrete. Oh, wow. If I had to guess, it's going to be like $20,000 to like concrete the floor to put that down yeah to put that down you know and then i would do shelves for like a wine cellar and canning storage put all your holiday decorations down there for storage and such it would be one of those sort of things
0: yeah all the stuff that i
1: have in my garage right exactly exactly you know <laughs> but for right now yeah that is that's something i can do years down the road i don't need to do that anytime soon right i need to get the electric fixed so about a third of the house is still knob and tube and knob and tube is like i don't know well it's just old electric <laughs> um, all the plumbing though it's all copper it's all pvc drains and stuff so yeah all that's new New furnace, new water heater, like I said. About two-thirds of the house has updated electric. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a cool place, though, man. It's super, like, you know, 1908. I mean, lots and lots of character. Yeah. It has that old artisan sort of, like, wood trimming throughout the house. Lots of built-in stuff. Lots of built-ins, yeah. Like, it's, it's a cool house, so we're pretty excited. I hope they take our offer. We're going to put that in tomorrow. And our current house will probably keep... And rent Mm -hmm. Um, right now is definitely not good for buying because of interest rates. So we're offering a little bit lower than what (laughs) I think they would other get. However, it's been on the market for like four months and they have no one looking, no one offering nothing. So um, I think that's telling that they're asking too much and we're going to offer an appropriate price. But hopefully it takes it. I don't know. We will see. And if not, we're still in a nice ass house. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, like I can't complain about where I live. The place is more than I'd ever thought I'd have in my life. And I'm going to have a second one, you know, it's like insane. <laughs> so how about you?
0: Uh, well, like I said, we, so we went down to, um, so Frank hit me up this morning and he was like, oh, let's go to the grand opening of this, uh, vintage.
1: Oh, he told us about that. Yeah. They had it like in the parking lot or something.
0: Yeah. So there was the vintage wine and spirits, um, formerly wine and liquor depot here in Reseda and it's right on Sadekoy. I'm sure you've been there. Um, And it's kind of just changed hands, um, new ownership. They ripped it out. They kind of made it a little more airy, a little more inviting with the, you know, the way that it's presented. And uh, I sent you some pictures of the the beer uh, cooler cases. Yeah, it looked great. It looked great. Um, and he and you know he showed us around. And he said I left some holes in here. You know, and I guess he was the buyer before when it was Wine and Liquor Depot, but now he's part part owner, I guess, or one of the owners. And he said he left some holes for requests and things like that. And I said, well, what about bottle logic? And apparently, bottle logic has like. A waiting list of places that it can supply to. So I, oh I'm, wow. like, I'm like, oh, it's popular. He's like, you were not the first person to ask for bottle logic <laughs> since they opened.
1: Well, and the funny thing is, so Frank's telling me about, you know, the, like they went. He, you, you, and him went to the old wine liquor depot. I said, <laughs> Frank, in ten years, you're still gonna call it the old wine liquor <laughs> depot. I said, it doesn't matter what its name is. It's the old wine and liquor depot.
0: But it was but it was had it had some nice uh liquors so we and they had tastings of 10 whiskies or seven whiskies and a couple
1: of uh tequilas a couple of bourbons and some ryes you're given a tasting of like say 20. 20- Bourbons, <laughs> ryes, and scotches. I mean, are they literally like a, a a splash, or how much are they giving? Well,
0: you know, they use little little shot cups, and they're filling them halfway, and you know, it's like wow, yeah, it's like uh, maybe a little less, little less than a shot. You know it's that is day drinking and I'm just like all right I'll have another one of those <laughs> just let's go down the line you know Wow and then they have the little like the wine glasses little four ounces for the beer tasting so they had like different beers to taste there and I'm like not a Pilsner guy doesn't matter and every and <laughs> you had me at free beer <laughs> I had a cider today that was whistle pig aged. They had they had cider that that they put whistle
1: pig. What the hell does
0: that mean? Whistle pig is the the company that does buffalo trace, and they do Pappy Van Winkle. I don't know if you heard of Pappy Van. Yeah, Winkle. but whistle
1: pig aged. What does that even mean?
0: Whistle pig is the the company who who does buffalo trace. So so the barrels.
1: Right, but what does aged mean? Whistle pig. A-
0: they put the cider in. The like Buffalo Trace or or I guess Whistle Pig uh, whiskey barrels.
1: Oh, okay, I follow. You. How's
0: how's that? How's your your?
1: your... Oh man, it, it, it's like super dark in color. Uh huh. Extremely light bodied. Okay. Uh, it's it's almost like light bodied like a pilsner okay like you know how when when a lot of times the mouthfeel of a stout is like heavy and right and kind of thick and chocolatey and and sits like on the silky yeah. and it sits on the palate this blows through you like a pilsner would <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> well, we don't want it to blow through you. Right. We'll find out in the morning, I guess. But but this is, it's it's extremely bitter. Mm, okay. It's more bitter than what I would expect from a stout. Those stouts are typically bitter, but this is more bitter. Right. It's far less creamy than I would expect from a stout, uh, you know, that uh, a craft stout. Right. And it tastes very like I don't know what it doesn't give any indication what's on, you know, based on the can. But it tastes like you're eating a 100 percent cacao nibs, like that bitterness, <laughs> right? That chocolatey bitterness. Yeah. And I got to say, like for for chocolate, like, some people like milk chocolate, semi sweet and stuff. But I'm like a dark, like a dark cacao nib, yeah. sort of a chocolate yeah, guy. Me like, too. that's what I like. You know,
0: I, I go for that 90 percent. I like the 90 percent. Oh, Totally totally and and i like it too because the family won't eat it you actually leave it around and the family's just like nope i don't care yeah i
1: think this is 91 percent. <laughs> so no it's it's i love it man it's great it's really good but it's not what it what was expected yeah. it's super it's super light bodied okay so uh, yeah very good how about you what's yours doing over there
0: mine mine is 14 percenter i know the 14 you can you can You know, it is well masked by the cacao nibs. It is extremely bitter, like you said, probably the same uh, chocolate qualities. But it's just like a thick chocolate. It's
1: like a milkshake
0: drink. Yeah, there's very little milk in it, and then to have the peppers in there, it kind of throws you off a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, is it hot? Is it spicy?
0: It has a little. It has a little like a tingle to my lips. You know, so it tingles going in.
1: That's what she said. Oh.
0: and then it has the. <laughs> hey. oh, you, have you been watching Archer? I was watching Archer. No, be careful. Be careful. Oh boy. Um. So then, and then it has like the it has the tequila burn. So it has like a, the throat burn. So it's it's got the ancho chilies on the lips, and then the tequila barrels on the back of the back of the palate there.
1: As a brewer and one who brews. Huh. I guess that's redundant. (laughs) But, you know, I never really thought about or wanted to get into or even considered, like, doing beers with, like, Chili peppers and stuff like it's too much like food. Well, you know what I think it is. It's like I don't mind a beer. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do five gallons of that. Yeah, 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 right. You know, I mean, it's like or five, wait, five. Yeah, five gallons. What am I saying? You know, like okay, I get it. I have a beer. Huh? That was a novelty. Interesting. It was interesting. I don't ever have to have it again. Right. But five gallons worth, like, you know, I'm doing something that I could drink like after work or right, something, right, you know, right. like, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm opposed to 14 percenters. I've made those and had them afterward. Yeah. You just don't have a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I, and just my my last my last Frank note for for the for the week is okay okay. I, it's oh, luckily it's only like a mile away from here. This uh, vi- vi- vintage wine and spirits. Oh yeah, like you could walk home if you had to. But I said Frank, let's go in the Tesla. <laughs> so. Kids the
1: Tesla drove home.
0: So the Tesla drove us there and drove us home. And uh, Frank had some trouble getting into it because of the handle and because you have to push a button to get out of it <laughs> and and then he was like Oh, was that that wasn't his first time in it, was it? I he'd been in there one time before. Okay. But it was it was like right when I got it. Yeah. And then uh, and then he was he was he was a little it's a straight shot straight down Satakoi, right 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 but but he's still like oh is what's it going to do <laughs> like, he was he was very apprehensive but i was like well oh, look it's just doing its thing it's stopping you know, it somebody opened a door. It kind of went around the person opening the door. Yeah. You know, so it 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 did everything right. I was like, oh, good job, good job, uh, K two didn't didn't disappoint me in front of Frank.
1: And you get home, haul- or you get pulled over, and the police are like, all right, we're we're gonna give you a DUI, and you're <laughs> like, you cannot give a car a DUI. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, man. So we have two trailers tonight. Ho, ho, ho! Uh, a little bit of a theme, <laughs> if one might say. So uh, let's start with a Christmas story. Christmas.
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> who's looking starting, at me? Who's starting? You, you have you well, Fred G. How's that? Yeah. How's that? They have a little. They have a little uh, nod to the Christmas story. You know, like they have a lot of pieces
1: so a few a few things if i could get if i could jump in right away just jump in please peter billingsley's eyes are like way too like neon blue i don't (laughs) like he looks he looks like marvel superhero eyes or something yeah um i found that weird and one thing that like okay the movie looks cute and fun and all this stuff sure i'm so worried that it's going to be nothing but an hour and a half or hour 45 minutes, however long the movie's going to be, an hour and a half of original Christmas story tropes. Right. That they just keep playing out over and over. Like, I triple dug, dare ya. Right. And then it's like, they. Do, it's just going to be so boring if that's what they do. Rehashed. Yeah, like, I get a scene here or there because you do want to have the nod because that's the point. Right. But making it its own entity. Yeah. I already saw that movie. I don't need. I already saw that movie a thousand times. I don't need to see that movie. Have a nod or two to the movie. I get it. You got to do that. Once that nod is over, have your own movie. Create your own identity with this movie.
0: And I think there's a generational thing to it. I think you know, you and I are probably more connected to that movie than our our children. I don't know. Are your kids? Have your kids? Your guys have seen it?
1: Yeah, I think they're connected to it because. They're at the age that the kids are in the movie. Okay. So, and when we watched it, the fir- we watched it, like, I don't know, the past three years maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think what they like about it is that they can identify with the kids in it mm-hmm. because they're that age. I mean, I know snow and all this stuff. We don't have that here. But right. they can identify with the age and everything. Because of that, like, it's not about 1983 when it came out. I think it's more about, like, five well, at the time they first saw it, like 5 and 7. Right. Or, you know, now they're going to be 8 and 10, you know. So it's like their ages are right in with the kids in the movie, and I think that's where the connection comes in.
0: But don't you think then this is going to be from – our perspective, not from their perspective. They they saw the the original and it's from the kids' perspective and now this is from the the parents It's still from the kids' perspective. No it's from the parents. Now the kids Oh yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) Now the kids (laughs) (laughs) Right. But now they're the parents. Yeah. So
0: I mean I think I think that's their opportunity to 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 do something different and I think I think it's gonna have the nods are definitely there. And the internal monologue is going to be there. And I think that's going to be it, but we'll see, we'll see how much they can, they can venture from there.
1: One of the things too is, yeah, you're right. It's the kid's perspective. And now the kids are the adults. And what I'm, what I don't want to see is just a rehashing of all the, the tropes from the first movie. Right. As adults, as if like, you know, I mean, I'm not the same person I was when I was 10 years old. Right, right, right. None of us I'm not the same person I was when I was forty years old.
0: But but maybe there's maybe there's a a part of you that I, I think I think the like the frailties of Ralphie, you know, the double dog dare thing, right? Like that still they're still able to push his buttons using that. So I think that that's interesting to say like a weakness that he had as a child. Maybe he's still coping with with trying to deal with that
1: i mean if my friends were like jim you know and like they were doing whatever they did when i was like a a child yeah my first response would be like really guys that's (laughs) what you're hanging your hat on when we were 10 right right like i'm not the same person man move on and nor are you i hope (laughs) grow up i think what happens with movies a lot of times is the audience expects like, you know, because you do this jump cut from 10 to 50 or whatever it is, and it happens in a split second. But what you miss in that split second is 40 years of development. Right. And then they do the same things and you're like, oh, ho, ho, that's so funny yeah. because like the the kid had no growth or maturity over 40 years. So the jokes are still funny, like five minutes in the movie later, but. I hope you know, like I-, I guess I'm hopeful that the writing is more mature than what I would anticipate it to be for a movie like this. Did you see
0: anything in the trailer that would would uh, give you hope for that? I don't
1: know. That's a good question, because a lot of it was re- that that's what made me bring it up, because so much of it was going backwards.
0: It's a nostalgia play in this trailer. And then it comes out in a week. It's not like they're going to they're not going to have the 17th. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's you know. It's not going to have a lot of time to put out another trailer or anything like that. So this is a nostalgia play in a trailer and it's streaming. So it's like if you have HBO Max, you're going to watch it. Right. Like, oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll certainly watch it. You'll put it you'll put it on for th- you put it
1: on for Thanksgiving for sure. You know, like and I was thinking too, like back to back. Watch the first one. Watch this one right after. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or maybe not right after. Maybe you do it like Thursday is the first one, then Friday is this one.
0: Or or we're we're going back east for Thanksgiving. There'll be one room that's be gonna play the the football games and then maybe another room that'll pay play uh, holiday movies like this. Well there you go. <laughs> and I know where Ted will be.
1: In the holiday room. Oh, oh, no, not at all. And then I guess the last thing I was thinking too, another like kind of sub theme mm-hmm. is uh, jumping briefly ahead and then we'll come back and then we'll go back again. But jumping briefly ahead to the Santa Clauses. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what the movies are doing. <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing, right. The Santa Clauses? Yes. So we have a number of themes and sub-themes, but this one, too, is a nostalgic play. Yes. But I also think both of the movies are going to have that kind of Disney-esque, like, it's the kid's job to make the adults better people.
0: Mm, okay. Right? Yeah. So,
1: and, and that's a lot of, like, what Disney, especially, like, in the late 90s, early aughts,
0: <laughs> yes. it was
1: one of those things where, like... The job of the children were to make the adults better people. Or just realize that they had the the snow globe the whole time. like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Or whatever it is. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, so we have nostalgic movies mm-hmm. about modern stories returning back to their roots with children who are going to make them better people. Right. So it's like three themes in one. And then I was thinking, super fi- superficially, I was thinking you
0: know, these titles: the Christmas story, Christmas. You know, it's this double Christmas and <laughs> multiple Christmas. You know, like in the title, and then the Santa Clauses is plural. Like, oh, Ted's going you know deep, I mean? deep so, now. So no, I mean, no, no, really, I think super, you're right. Really superficial, like we got four <laughs> themes tonight. <laughs> And, and to me, it's just like these things that we've watched over and over and over again. And now on top of it, now let's do some meta, meta ob-
1: observations. Okay. Meta watching.
0: We're meta, we're meta, we're meta watching trailers and we're thinking about it in such a way that maybe these contracts are written in a more ironclad way <laughs> than they used to be written because the residual payments uh, I don't know if you've heard that HBO is is uh, pulling some of its most popular series off of the streaming services. I did. Yeah, they're taking a bunch of stuff
1: off, and I don't know. Adam ruins everything. Have you heard that? You know that guy, right? Oh, we watched. Uh, I think we almost. I think we finished almost all of them. So what you're saying is, I need to finish the rest.
0: No, no, no. He had a, he had a rant that he just put on like either a TikTok or a reel or something like reels or something.
1: Oh, oh, I did see that one.
0: And he he was talking about how these streaming services are pulling things off to not pay residuals.
1: Well, I sent it to you.
0: Is that what you did? Okay, that's who I, saw. Yeah, I okay. sent. Yeah, I sent that yeah, to thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that and I was just like, yeah, it makes sense. Like they have to pay because streaming wasn't a you know streaming wasn't really fully fleshed out so they probably have to pay a lot more people to play the original Chris story you know than they than in this one if they have this all tightened up and the and they they make all the payments up front then they have a better chance of just playing this out and 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 I think just sent us a note about and I had heard it earlier this week that Westworld is not getting a, a final season. Oh wow. So so I'm like, you know, I I was a fan early on of that show and it's got four seasons. We watched the first season, never got back into it. Exact same here. Um, but apparently, like the creators wanted to do a final season and, and give everybody their their uh, endings, but they're not getting it. So <laughs> so I don't know.
1: Well, on that note, though, I didn't think about it like this until you just mentioned uh-huh. it. But we were watching all the Bonds.
0: Oh, Yes
1: yes on amazon us too and we so you know we go through started with dr no and we finished with uh, you only lived uh, twice uh-huh. and last night we go to put on on Her majesty's secret service and they say four bucks and i'm like four bucks okay wait am i not logged in you know or whatever like right exactly that's exactly what i thought <laughs> yeah and i look i'm like wait what <laughs> Four bu- All right, let's go out. We'll, let, let's go back to the home button right? on the Roku. We'll come back in. There's got to be a glitch, you know, because yesterday we watched it. And now, and I'm like, okay, they want to charge us. Let's watch, because what it did was it went from you only live twice, and it immediately started on Her majesty's secret service. Right. And I let it go. Because I said, you know what? We'll let it go so it starts. Uh And then when we come back, it'll be right there. Right. And it wasn't. Yeah. So I said, well, let's go back to You Only Live Twice and and we'll just go through the progression nope they wanted four bucks for that too
0: yeah yeah no
1: and i was like but this was just yesterday we watched it
0: yesterday yes it happened to me this week yes same exact thing
1: i wonder if like they had an intro like an introductory uh like free time and then it's they had a licensing yeah licensing agreement for a certain window exactly and now it's like nope now you have to pay and maybe it's because like you said they have they have to pay all these royalties to all these old like boomers who <laughs> want like what they need because like you know you have some old bond girl who's now like sagging <laughs> in the butt cheeks and whatever you know and it's like now you're gonna play it i want my money Ugh. and they're like no we need four bucks from you so i was like you gotta be kidding me
0: and, and it's so funny because amazon went out and they bought mgm That's what blew me away. (laughs) So they bought MGM. They said they said that we have all the Bond movies. They they sold us the on the on the sound of Bond. And we you and you and I watched it and got all excited about watching the movies. You more than me because you watched four of them. But we're in the middle of watching Dr. No.
1: No, I think we saw five or something. Yeah.
0: We're in the middle of watching Dr. No, because we had to finish all the all the Lord of the Rings, the original the original uh, six movies. Um, so we finally got around to Dr. No, and we're playing it while Ann and I are on the treadmill and the working out and stuff. So we played it like half an hour at a time. So we did it a couple days, and then the, we went out there, was it yesterday or today, and we put it on, and it said continue watching. So I was like, all right, here. It showed me the line of where I was in the movie, about an hour into the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah okay, right, right, yeah.
0: Right? And I click on it, continue watching. And it said four bucks. Rent, rent or buy, rent or buy. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, "You just told me to continue watching. How can you say continue watching and then click on rent or buy?" I was like, that, "That's a glitch in the system. Like, it's a legitimate glitch in the system." Exactly. So I had to like go and then more find more ways to watch. And typically, when you're in Amazon, you'd get served up the other ways to watch it, but they weren't even serving it up.
1: Exactly.
0: And I was like, "What's that all about?" And Anne's like. And said, "Well, I know you can watch it on HBO Max or something." (laughs) So I looked at HBO Max; it wasn't HBO Max, but it was on Paramount Plus. So I got on Paramount Plus, and we watched it for free on Paramount Plus, and we finished it up tonight. But I'm just like, "This is crazy! Like, (laughs) it's all over the place." The streaming, the streaming purses are shutting all over the place.
1: (laughs) I, you know, and the thing that really makes me mad though is. You know, like you look at Bezos, for example. The guy's a multi billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you have all you buy all these Bond movies or MGM or whatever, all these MGM movies. You buy all this stuff and it's like great. It's under your umbrella. I pay you a hundred and twenty dollars a year for Prime Right to watch this stuff. And now you're like, Nope, you gotta pay even more.
0: Right. Yeah. No.
1: And the other thing too is there has been things I've watched. And I'm like, wow, that was really good, Clarissa. You know, I'm on the trainer or something. Right. I'm like, yeah, you know, I watch it and I'm like, Clarissa, you should watch this when you're on the trainer, man. You'll really love it. Right. She goes to put it on. She's like, I don't know. I don't get it. They're trying to like charge me six bucks or whatever. Right. Or four ninety nine. I'm like, what are you talking about? Four ninety (laughs) nine. I just watched it yesterday. Yeah. Second viewing. They charge
0: you. What? Yes. This is crazy. But don't let's let's not blame Jeff Bezos. okay? he's he's retired. He's no longer he's no longer heading it up. I'm not blaming Bezos. I'm just saying, though, like this is this is Andy. This is Andy Jassy. Andy Jassy is the one pulling the strings now.
1: (laughs) But you watch it. They say, okay, here it is. You can watch it. Great. That was amazing. I want to watch it again. Charge you four ninety nine. ninety nine. Where is this?
0: What that where is that? Is that on Amazon as well?
1: That was Amazon, yeah.
0: Oh man.
1: That was Amazon. Where I was like, they they charge like the second viewing is what was charged. Yeah. Wow. You know, the first viewing they were like here it, it was it was like Saturday I watched it. Clarissa was gonna watch this Sunday.
0: That's like a that's like that's like a drug dealer.
1: <laughs> the first, yeah, the first free. taste is free. <laughs> But before we get back into what we're watching and stuff, because I do want to talk about more things, but um, the Santa Clauses, uh, just to close that out, it's on Disney. It's a series, though. Disney Plus. Disney. Well, right. Disney Plus. You're correct. And it's a series. Yes. So uh, I don't know anything more you need to say about it i think we covered it it's it's it like between that and a christmas story christmas i mean they're very similar how do you feel about the trailer for so
0: i i'm gonna have to abstain a little bit from this because my team did work on this so so i won't i won't say too much about it i'm i'm excited to see it my wife is a big um Santa Claus fan, the Santa Claus fan. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm I really am partial to um the Escape Clause, the one the one with Jack Frost with uh, Martin Short in it. So that to me that's my favorite. Just you know, the whole that whole storyline. Um so this kind of has that same feel and taste to it to with some some evil nerdy wells within <laughs> within it and stuff and i and i know we had to hide some things in here so let's not uh, you know that's part of the reason i don't want to say too much but did you was it was it uh it's a nostalgia play and it has the kids and these kids are all all grown up like talk about grown-up kids
1: yeah and i'll say though the trailer was a bit disjointed uh-huh because you have the santa claus and Tim Allen and all that the Santa Claus does and has done. It's what you know about the Tim Allen movies. Right. And then it does like this odd jump cut that then lands you in this like high tech North pole. <laughs> well isn't it high t- it's always high tech north pole isn't it i mean i guess so but it was like i, I was just like whoa where are they going here you know and then there's, it's these kids trying to, well i guess the elves or right whatever <laughs> trying to figure out like why he's retiring or something right and it just I don't, it just seemed a bit disjointed from the one to the other and and so on and i don't know it it looks okay it looks okay
0: yeah well i'm i'm hopeful you know we'll see the two-episode premiere is a new new thing that I think they're doing a lot of, two or three episodes, and you said it, I think, back in the day
1: with their your... For Disney Plus or in general? I, I
0: think in general. I think, you know... Uh...
1: Well, no, but they've done it where, where like they put out uh, what was uh, on Hulu. Yeah, your um, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, the Han- Handmaid's Tale. They did like three episode premiere, and yeah, you can binge it all in one night, and then you're like, oh my god, I gotta wait a week.
0: Yeah, so I think I think this is this is the nice middle ground where we're settling in, um, and I think this is going to happen more and more. So I I, pr- I appreciate that, and I I'm hopeful. You know, I think last couple of weeks we talked about the the problem with kind of we're returning to the problem of television pacing and having to have filler episodes. And I think we still have kind of filler episodes. But I, when we get into what we're watching, I think there's definitely examples of shows that are avoiding that, avoiding that trap. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a trap always. Um, but but yeah, so i i think there's an opportunity here and hopefully with this uh star caliber and the and the story that they have to tell they'll they'll tell it in the number of episodes in the length of episodes that they need to tell it and not not string you on any longer than that
1: that's the the hope anyway because as i said before i don't want to watch hours of shows that go nowhere like soap operas right right yeah but you watch seinfeld <laughs> it's a show about nothing <laughs>
0: Have you heard he did an interview recently or not recently, but he said I have not wanted he he was kind of doing an Abbott and Costello uh, take on on sitcoms. So all of his stuff, Abbott and Costello, they're not very nice people, (laughs) the characters that they play and the and the action doesn't really go anywhere. So it's just about the humor in the moment. So I think that was a that was kind of a brilliant statement and a way to craft something like that. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: So what have, what have you been watching? You know, I was talking about how we couldn't watch. Well, I should say we couldn't. We didn't. We chose not to pay to watch. Chose not to pay. Right. Uh, Honor, Majesty, Secret Service. So. There was a little ad on Roku, on the Roku channel, and it was for "Uh Weird. Oh, yes. The Weird Al Yankovic story. Daniel Radcliffe was Weird El Yankovic.
0: My former coordinator edited this movie.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. That's it was, amazing. It was brilliant. Yeah.
0: Did you well, watch it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was good. Okay. How was the editing? What I
1: liked about... <laughs> How was the editing? <laughs> I, the movie was great, you know? What I liked about it, though, is... So, what kind of songs does he make? Like uh, polka parodies, yeah, po- parody, right? yeah, right. Well, just parodies. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, polka, sure. <laughs> but his songs are parodies, right? Right. This movie was a parody on his on himself. Oh, great! So, when you watch it, you know, there's a scene that's so ridiculous, you're like, "What is he doing?" You know, and it's just a parody on his on his own life. You know, and uh. and it was it was really funny. It was. It was it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm sure there were, you know, like him dating Madonna and stuff. He I mean, I don't know anything about like his romantic relationships. Right. But there's this there's like this part of it where he's dating Madonna and you know like they're making out or whatever whether or not he did I have no idea but he probably did and then this movie makes a parody of his relationship with Madonna oh you know and and it's like the way his dad treated him and stuff is probably there's like truth in the humor right but he just makes a parody out of it you know and it was just it was really good it was really good I, I enjoyed it you know and what were you
0: how were your expectations going into
1: it i mean you're a fan my expectations were going to be more uh, uh less humor more documentary okay um i thought it was going to be something more of like what you would expect from like a netflix documentary or something i didn't think it was going to be like yes a bio i mean i knew daniel radcliffe and all that stuff so i'm like okay it's gonna be a biopic right which another one that i saw well i'm two episodes in okay uh Dahmer Ugh. You know, the monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Ugh. obviously not serial killer, <laughs> but I thought it was going to be more of like a serious biopic the way this one is a serious biopic. Yeah. Um, meaning it's going to be like his growing up, how, you know, like how he got into it. And it is all about that, but it's more of like a parody on himself. Yeah. Just like his music is a parody on himself, right? Where the Dahmer one is more like it's straight up deadpan. It's straight up serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Clarissa said, "I said ah, I watched the first two episodes, man. It's like insane." She goes, "She's like, oh, okay, you watched it. I want to see it. You know, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I know like sometimes you watch shows. Would you just watch the first two episodes again?" I'm like, "I, I don't nope. think I can." <laughs>
0: No, I couldn't. I stopped
1: after the first two episodes because it was just too too Okay, so we saw the same amount.
0: Yeah. Like the dad the dad like but I mean <sighs> academy like award-winning i don't know what do you give them emmys for this stuff emmys i guess yeah so this is an emmy this is emmy award-winning performances by these
1: by these actors like oh oh. (laughs) the
0: dad in the in the in the police in the head in whatever the police interrogation room
1: right when they're yeah when they're saying what he did
0: yeah just the way that they plays it out and he has to like sit there just dead faced like you know what i mean and like uh and i guess it, it, it he, he doesn't know that his son's gay and he doesn't know that he's a cannibal and he doesn't know that and it's just like oh. it's just layer upon layer just washing over this guy and jenkins this actor he has to play it against this these waves of of utter like i just, as a parent like that talk about the the devastation of something like that
1: Oh. Man, you
0: know? <laughs> you know, it just plays out in his face.
1: Like, OK, sure. You know, my kid's gay or right. so, whatever. Yeah. OK, yeah. Are there's, you there's happy? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Are Yeah, you're happy. You're doing your right. thing right. like you're successful, like live your life. Sure. But you're eating people. <laughs> what?
0: You're a cannibal pre- preying on like the people of color in Mil- whatever Minnesota or whatever wherever he was
1: minneapolis well it was mostly in the chicago area that he would bring back to milwaukee or something like what the hell
0: and and apparently the the creator of the show is kind of getting some flack from the lbgd lbt whatever
1: lb right i got you i got you
0: yeah that community for kind of showcasing you know and kind of putting into the I mean, he the fact that he was gay was neither
1: here nor there. He's eating people. <laughs> like, you know, that's the Well, I but I think though that that is an important part of it because that's where a lot of his victims, well, all of his victims, he would go to right. gay bars and uh, you know, I don't go to gay bars. I don't know anything about it. But one thing I could I could probably venture to guess as a dude like guys like sex. And if you're going to go out and hit on somebody, it's like, oh, I want to get laid. Right. It's just easy. Like two guys into sex are probably easier to have <laughs> sex than like trying to convince like women to have sex. If you, you know what I mean? Oh, Tell me about like, it. I don't know. I'm just saying like I have a feeling that's part of the 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 thing right. right it was that's what that like he was able to lure them back yeah easier than if he was trying to lure women back right ted
0: bundy had a harder ted bundy had a
1: harder chore <laughs> than jeffrey exactly Dahmer. oh God. exactly so yeah because guys like you know i mean what guy doesn't want a blow job right <laughs> You know, I'm just saying. So it's like he comes; they they come back to the to the to the apartment, and you know, next thing you know, they're like in a tub of acid. Right. Well, I don't. By then, by wow. then they don't know it. <laughs> well, right. But I mean, uh, so you know, and then like you're watching that scene, and the cops come in, and there's like these blood stains on the mattress, and I'm like, does the cop not find that peculiar? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like it took him to finding pictures. Like he didn't question the bloodstains.
0: And this is where I don't, you know, like they brought the one guy back. But thank God this wasn't the earlier. You know, they caught him right. This is the they they kind of do a out of time sync thing
1: where they're, exactly, they exactly yeah of catch him first and then they're gonna go back and do the court hearings and right right. But
0: but I still remember to this day the story of the guy, the little the boy who escaped from him. And the same, very similar to the the story that plays out in, in the episodes that we saw.
1: Exactly. But the
0: boy gets taken back by the cops and Dahmer sells the cops on the fact that this is my lover and he just ran away and we had an argument.
1: And he does like a lobotomy to him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, what? in? Uh, so, I mean. It's so disturbing. So, yeah. Two, two episodes, episodes it, and <laughs> I haven't gone back. I, and is like, ah, you want to watch it again? No. I'm like, No. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. I don't I think I can. But, you know, I, I
0: will say so here. Let me let me give you one that I'm watching. Or
1: Yeah, go for it. I mean, that's all I got this week, but a bit of a shorter week. So so Andor. I will say
0: it is, I you know, I'm a huge uh, Rogue One fan, so I'm a little I'm a little biased but Andor to me is is playing out amazingly and I think this is the, this is the the series that I'm ta- that I was talking about earlier when I said it has the pacing it has it has a cinematic quality to the filming right and the episodes are shot in a way where part of the reason we I thought that the it had ended at episode 5 or 6 or something like that was it had reached such a such a climax that it felt like a cinematic climax so it's the you know they pull off the heist you know it was like the first section of episodes is a heist movie and they got a plan for the heist and they do the drawings for the heist and they they're pulling off a heist of the payroll for the empire you know okay And they pull off this heist and they go about their way. So I figured that's the end of the (laughs) the series. No. Now he's like taking a break, you know, and he gets caught up in the Empire now clamping down because they've had this huge heist. So the heist is against the Empire. They stole payroll for a whole sector. So the Empire is kind of clamping down on all the people in this sector and he's just on a vacation island uh, planet, you know, a beach planet, very similar to Scarif. Um, and he's out there and he gets a sentence and a, a sentence that used to be six weeks or six days or something is now six years. So he gets a he gets a six-year sentence and now he's in a, a penal planet uh, where he's, you know, putting together widgets for who knows, for AT-ATs or something. Something like that, you know, he's put together these huge, huge things. And so now he's gonna have to put put together an escape. So now it's changed from the first part of this season is is a heist movie, the second part of this season is gonna be like an escape and then it's going to have 12 episodes so there's still like 3 or 4 more episodes where they can put together like a rebellion on his home planet you know and it, i think they played some of that in the in the trailer as well so it's having this crescendo where the first
1: we're going to have to start it
0: yeah the first the first 4 or 5 episodes is this heist you know and like and then it's building up this thing. now the last three episodes are going to have to do double duty where they're going to have to be going going back and forth between escaping and then putting together this um, rebel battle on his home planet. You know, so it's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna, to it's really it's really built well. So
1: it's like it's like three acts essentially. Yeah. Three acts.
0: It's three acts the same way a movie is three acts. And the same way the trilogies happen to themselves. So it's like, it's like a trilogy built in one season of a television show. So it's it's really it's really well built.
1: Okay, we now we now. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> watching, so. What else have you been watching?
0: Um, I watched Rogue One a couple times a day for a couple days at work <laughs> this what? week.
1: That's all you. <laughs> all right, tell me something you haven't seen.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and then we did the I did the Lord of the Rings with Anne. So those right, are all yeah. Again, right. and then we're we're trying to watch. Oh, I started, I started to watch Blockbuster. Oh, okay. The blockbuster, the series on Netflix, right, right, and it's and it's a nostalgic look at what blockbuster was and everything that you and i talked about (laughs) how there's a blockbuster up the street and you'd go there and you'd you talk to people about movies talk to strangers about movies like you know and audrey when she was six and
1: get your popcorn and candy yeah you
0: get your candy popcorn like a concession stand
1: and they always sold like the concession stand sizes too right 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 so it was it was
0: a nostalgic look the characters are interesting, the the players within it are interesting, so it's going to be an interesting series. And this is on what platform again? <laughs> it's on Netflix.
1: Oh, Netflix, that's right. <laughs> um,
0: and yeah, and I think it's really funny to think of Netflix like, this is the first... Well, I don't know. I Oh, and then we saw Enola Holmes uh, 2, which was really, really good as well. The boys might like Enola Holmes. Did, did the boys like their first Enola Holmes? Did they see it?
1: They have not seen it now. They,
0: they might like it.
1: Well, let me back up a second, though. Is The thing I love about Netflix hosting this Blockbuster <laughs> yes. stuff is that Netflix kills Blockbuster and then nostalgia is nostalgic around Blockbuster. Yes,
0: yes. No. And it's so great at the end of the first episode they have a joke about it. Oh, <laughs> they, do you know, they they play they play the joke about it. So, it's interesting. Yeah. And then I finished uh, what's I, I finished the reboot. So, reboot's the one on Hulu about a TV show like like um, what's the fuller it's like Full House. Uh, but, all, but they bring all the people back.
1: Oh, right. That one.
0: But it really, it really, it, it tugged in my heartstrings as the first season ended. So I was like, Oh, okay. That was, that was unexpected to be that well-written and moving. I mean, it's written by uh, people that did uh, modern family. So it's, it's got some good, you know, TV show running chops to it. So, you know, it's a better show than you would think. And it kind of pokes fun at Hulu. There's a big executive shakeup <laughs> right, right before the end of the year se- season. Um, so it's, it's it's interesting, but it's a little it might be too inside television for the majority of people. But, you know, it's still the
1: casual viewer is not going to pick up on the little nuances of the story. Yeah,
0: they may or may not. You know, I don't want to over <laughs> oversell it, but it was definitely interesting to me um, inside inside television. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of stuff, I think. I think I've been watching a lot, but I, oh, I think yeah, Net- I know, Netflix sure. is kind of strange because I was saying like. I think that they've fallen into a place where I really like the documentaries that they put together (laughs) more than anything. Yeah. And yet they still have like Enola Holmes and uh and this this uh blockbuster series so
1: we'll see we'll see if they can do that well netflix i think is the one i complain about most but it's the one that the, also delivers i think the most yeah you know i mean they like you said i mean like the untolds Ugh. and i mean they have a lot of great documentary space and then when you're about to hang up netflix they come out with something that even if it's not a documentary or whatever they come out with something that hooks you back and it's like They're treading water, but at the same rate, they're just keeping you there, you know? And yeah, we're like a a Paramount Plus. I could watch it and leave it and watch it and leave it and you know i don't go back to paramount plus necessarily oh, okay over and over the way i would with a netflix yeah um they seem to be a bit more forgettable at times mm. you know until you get into a show like you get into a star trek or something you watch it and then like you put it you hang up paramount plus and then you just don't think about it for a while right right you know or i think netflix is just so ubiquitous
0: i think so the hbo max and and Amazon Prime they're kind of they're biting the hand that feeds them a little bit by pulling these shows like I agree with you yes I mean you you you've threatened to cancel and I and I haven't threatened to cancel but I've thought of it but <laughs> But I'm a little lazier than you as far as the canceling of things. Like, Well, I'm just <laughs> I, I'm not lazy. It's just I get I'm like, no, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. You're you're you get frustrated and you actually
1: follow through with it. So I get pissed. I'm like, that's it. I'm canceling right now. Yeah. You know, and I just go in and I start clicking buttons, <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know, I mean, like, how do I put it? The mo- like, OK, you bought the properties and stuff. I get that the movies are 50 plus 60 years old, whatever. Yeah. Just play them out so I could watch them. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm giving you all this money a year yeah. to subscribe. Why would you tease me with a few weeks worth and then mm. make me pay? Right. Like, Actually, maybe pay. Maybe pay on top of what I already
0: pay. Right. No, I'm not paying. I'm not paying that. I'm not renting that, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, if I go, if I want to see a movie, I don't know, it's just movie X, it doesn't matter. Right. And I search it, and, you know, I go to Roku search, I search it, and it shows me. 17 different streamers it's on and of those 17 every one of them requires a subscription right you know like uh top gun the latest top gun for example like okay sure if i want to watch it i'm gonna pay for it like that's fine i've paid for stuff i'm not saying i'm not i'm never paying but when i'm already paying for a streamer why would i rent and you own it and you're already giving it to me and then you stop giving it to me and it's like a 50 year old movie yeah like what what what's the purpose of that
0: right right
1: it's not like it's a new release
0: no i mean and this goes back to my my theory that my my 400 dvd collection <laughs> is valuable because i own those movies And I can pull the DVD out whenever I want and put it in the DVD player, you know, and and play it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it does have that, you know, like if you think about Spotify or you think about...
0: Any streaming, any streaming can be pulled away from you at any moment in time.
1: Exactly. Any rental streaming stuff. Yeah, you have Pandora, Spotify, and you love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And for some reason... The the people or Michael Jackson or any of it, right? The people who own the rights to that music says we don't want it on that platform anymore. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Or or we want it's okay to have it on the platform, but you're gonna pay extra for our content. Right. No. For our music. And it's like So, you pay whatever it is a month for Spotify, and then it's like, oh, well, if you want this, you have to pay more. Or if you want this, well, we don't have it anymore because they pulled it from us. Right. I agree with you. At some point, like owning shit is better than renting it because renting it can be taken or your internet's down now i can't listen to anything right right <laughs> you know there's that too
0: well or 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 even if, with apple music back in the day you know bruce willis had to sue apple music because he had bought so much music on 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 the on itunes back in the day but it didn't transfer it, upon death you re, you return the rights to Apple for all the music that you've quote unquote bought from them. The terms and conditions don't don't transfer to your children or to anyone else. So if you have a if you have a iTunes library of, you know, ten thousand songs that you bought, you actually just rented them for your
1: lifetime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But here's the other thing though too, if you think about it like this. So you have Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon on vinyl. And you want it in your in your like 72 Camaro. Right. So you buy Dark Side of the Moon on eight track. Yeah. And then like <laughs> you sell that 72 Camaro and you get like an 83 Cutlass right cassette. So now you buy it on cassette uh-huh. and then like 1986 rolls around and they have it on CD. Right. Right. And now you bought it again. So now you have a four times. And then they have, like, the Master's Edition. They remaster it, yeah. They remastered it with, like, the gold plating on the CD. (laughs) Like, somehow that's better. I don't know. So now you buy it again, Dark Side of the Moon. And now it's, like, MP3. And you're like, oh, MP3. So now I'm going to get, like you said, Apple Music or something. Now I'm going to get it there. I'm going to pay for it. Oh, but... I learned that MP3s are compressed. I'm going to get like flak files. Oh.
0: <laughs> so now I buy it again.
1: You know, it's like, how many times am I buying the same song? How many times am I buying money? Right, right, right. Right. Like I'm giving <laughs> all my money to buy money. Yeah. It's just over and over and over. You keep buying the same thing and you're just, it's like the same music. You're just buying the different formats. Yeah. But when is it okay to say like, okay, I, I paid you, I don't know, 10 different ways for the same song. Yeah. At this point, you should allow me to transfer it to another computer. Right. Without like telling me I'm stealing it.
0: Well, and that was my thing. Like there's been a handful of movies of the past, Few years where my children, Audrey really wanted that's the Spider Man No Way Home or something like yeah I think No Way Home and we could rent it or we could buy it or we could buy the DVD Blu Ray and I said let's buy the DVD Blu Ray and hopefully we get a code in there you know <laughs> so it said DVD Blu Ray and digital I'm like boom there it is you know twenty bucks we'll buy that one right and then last couple weeks ago Bryce wanted to see Wonder you know the boy that has the like the deformed boy that you know goes to school middle school for the first time yeah yeah and uh he had seen it like in school or something but wanted to see it again couldn't find it anywhere we could rent it or buy it digitally streaming i was like no no let's just find it on amazon to buy the dvd and we bought the dvd for like four bucks like you could buy a dvd for four dollars of this old movie that he wants to see even if he saw it one time it, it's the same it's still it's cheaper the, it's the same prices as renting it And I own it now. Like he can watch it whatever he wants. He could just put it put it in there. And they can't do anything about it. They can't stop me. They can't
1: take it from you. And if your internet is down and the power is out for the most part, you can fire up a generator and watch it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You know, I know. I know. It's like that's the one thing about like my music and stuff. Like I own like all this music. Uh And it's what keeps me off of Spotify and stuff because it's like Well, for one, I have the songs I want to hear. I mean, but at the same time, it's like... And you have a NAS, and you have a NAS to play it. Well, the NAS, though, yeah, it's a lot of storage. But but yeah, you know, I don't know, man. It's like, at some point, the licensing... It's like capitalism... How how should I even put it? Like, capitalism doesn't care about the fans. (laughs) right. Like, they don't care about the people that are actually giving them the money because... I'm buying this because I like your music. I'm a fan of your your work, whatever it is. But yet you treat me like sh- it's like an abusive relationship. Right, right. You treat me like <laughs> shit, yet I keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, I. But I'm really thinking about getting
0: back into buying hard copies of things. You know, I. While you can. Yeah, I mean, and I and I have this. Uh, there's a uh, movies anywhere where you can. Buy, buy, buy streaming movies, buy digital licenses to movies. Um, and I and I started doing that. But now that I started doing that, I'm like, you know, how good are these digital licenses? You know, like. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so locked down. You know, it's just another way.
1: Well, they're as good as they until they zap them. I mean. Right. Right. Until they until they change shields or go out of business or whatever,
0: you know. Um so yeah so I'm definitely back into the swing of of hard uh hard
1: owning stuff I think. Yeah that's cool though. We'll yeah. see. So on the fact of uh, on the note of hard owning stuff how did your beer finish? My
0: beer is not finished it's a 14%er
1: luckily. Well I was going to say you're sipping that sucker. Luckily I'm sipping the second half.
0: Not not a not a huge fan. I'm definitely gonna get the banana bottle logic.
1: So you didn't want five gallons brewed of it? <laughs> no. Or, uh... <laughs> no,
0: no. I thought. I mean, I've had the spicy beers over at hand brewed and stuff like that, and those are nice. I think that's a little more delicate on the uh, the ant. These ancho chilies, ancho peppers are just like overbearing. Right. How did yours finish?
1: You know, as it warmed mm-hmm. and as it like layered on your yeah. palate and so on coffee coffee Nice. Yeah, very coffee. So it was like uh, a, a a French roast. Okay. So that dark brew, that that uh, bitter roast, that I really enjoy. I mean, that's the kind of coffee I like. I don't like medium and light roast. I like that really dark stuff. And right, right, right. That's how it finished. It was. It reminded me of almost like if I brewed a French roast or like a really dark Italian roast or something, mm-hmm. and then I iced it and maybe you've added some carbonation. (laughs) but no it was it was really good man i I enjoyed it it was it's a nitro it's almost like a nitro coffee kind of yeah i mean you know i liked it better at the end than when it started i think when it started uh it was a little it was a little too bitter Uh and then as it warmed it smoothed. yeah so or as it layered on my palate it smoothed i'm not sure which (laughs) but maybe a little bit of both Awesome. All right, man. Well, you have a good night. I will keep you informed of our house. House watch. Uh, our house hunting <laughs> and maybe not house hunting but our house offering yes and uh yeah maybe we'll have some good news next week uh well uh, man next week we're not going to be recording mike's birthday party oh, yeah. we have the in-laws up it's going to be an insane weekend trying to get all that going so we're not going to record next week uh but we will ride again the following week Awesome. Awesome, my friend. Okay, Ted, you have a good night, man. Sounds good. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.
0: Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rahelio for the music.